June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Tonight, life in prison for the gunman who killed 10 people during a racist attack inside a Buffalo supermarket. Here are tonight's top headlines. Tense moments as a victim's relative lunges at the shooter in court. You will never see the light of day as a free man ever again. Stories of survival from that deadly mass shooting at Michigan State University. So I thought, like, if I don't move, like, right now, I'm going to get shot. Safety concerns and flight delays, the FAA in the hot seat. Can a single screw-up ground air traffic nationwide? Could I sit here today and tell you there will never be another issue? No, sir, I cannot. Tonight, 100 million Americans face heavy snow, high winds, and tornado threats. Paducah, Kentucky to Alexandria, Louisiana, Memphis, solidly in the heart of that risk zone. Nikki Haley speaks for the first time since announcing her run for the White House. We're ready. Ready to move past the stale ideas and faded names of the past. Parade of Champions, the Kansas City Chiefs celebrate their Super Bowl win. Kansas City, how we feeling today, baby? Chiefs Kingdom, let me hear you! Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night ahead. The news we are just getting in about an American icon, actress and international sex symbol Raquel Welsh has died at the age of 82. The star of the 1960s and 70s appeared in nearly 100 films and TV shows, including One Million Years B.C. 
Also tonight, the Holocaust-era musical instruments that were saved after World War II, now inspiring a new generation around the world. But first, the chaos in the courtroom at the sentencing hearing of the white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket in May of last year. As families of the victims faced the shooter for the first time, a man who lost his aunt had to be restrained by police. The emotional moments followed by an apology from the gunman. He blamed his racist hate on what he's read online. CBS's Jeff Begay is inside the courthouse for us and joins us now from Buffalo. Good evening, Jeff. Nora, family members of the victims have been carrying their grief with them for the past nine months. Today they exhaled, releasing their anger, releasing their heartbreak during a more than two hour court hearing. Speaking directly to the man who murdered their loved ones, one after the other, they stepped forward. Tamika Harper lost her aunt, Geraldine Talley. Do I want you to die? No. I want you to stay alive. I want you to think about this every day of your life. They announced the mass shooting in which the gunman killed 10 people, ranging in age from 32 to 86, in the aisles of the top supermarket. You are a cowardly racist. You're playing this whole thing. You planned it. You put it on a video like it was a video game and watched it. I watched my sister-in-law get shot by you. The anger in the room was palpable. We're never going to no neighborhood to take people out. Eventually, it spilled out into the open. One victim's relative held back by security trying to rush the gunman. Investigators say the gunman, who didn't live in Buffalo, is an avowed white supremacist. He live-streamed the massacre after planning it for weeks. They say he specifically targeted the store in black people. Today, he teared up at times and apologized. I'm very sorry for all the pain I forced the victims and their families to suffer through. I'm very sorry for stealing the lives of your loved ones. The apology rings hollow for the family of Catherine Massey. What did you think when he apologized? It, it means nothing to us. It, it wasn't sincere, number one. Don't matter. You can't bring Cat back or any of them back. And the judge was unswayed. There is no place for you or your ignorant, hateful, and evil ideologies in a civilized society. There can be no mercy for you. The convicted killer sentenced to life without parole. He will be in federal court tomorrow facing 27 felonies, including hate crimes and the possibility that he could face the death penalty. Nora. Jeff Begays, thank you. Tonight, the campus of Michigan State University is in mourning, holding a vigil to honor the victims of Monday's deadly shooting. We're also hearing the harrowing account from one survivor who barely escaped the shooter's aim. Here's CBS's Elaine Cajano. If I don't move, like right now, I'm going to get shot. That's the terrifying thought Jack Gibson had when he came face to face with the shooter Monday night. Before he knew it, Gibson says he was dodging bullets. I honestly do think he shot at me and missed. Gibson is not a student at MSU, but he's been working in the school's cafeteria since January, alongside Brian Frazier, the MSU sophomore who was killed by the gunman. We have lost too much. It's only getting worse. Today, hundreds of MSU students rallied on the steps of the state's capital, demanding gun reform legislation. Words are not good enough. 
We must act and we will. You're under arrest right now. because Newly released police body cam video shows Anthony McRae's arrest on a gun charge in 2019. On Monday, authorities say he took his own life during a confrontation with police. Three MSU students were killed in the attack and five others were critically wounded, including Guadalupe Huapija Perez, a junior studying hospitality business. Her sister started a GoFundMe page because she says Huapija Perez faces months of care. The four other students are also in critical condition. Classes here at MSU are suspended until next week, and the campus is mostly empty now. But, Nora, many of those who are still here are holding a vigil tonight behind me to remember the victims. Elaine Cajano, thank you so much. Let's turn now to the dangerous weather. Tens of millions of Americans in more than a dozen states are under winter storm alerts tonight from Colorado to Michigan. In Denver, heavy snow and freezing temperatures caused havoc during the morning commute as traffic slowed and wrecks piled up on the roadways. This system could dump up to a foot of snow from Kansas to Iowa. And tonight in the south, there's a threat for tornadoes across five states. Meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel is tracking it all. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. The risk for tornadoes and supercell thunderstorms goes up dramatically through the night tonight and the day on Thursday. Here's the area of concern overnight tonight. Paducah, Kentucky to Alexandria, Louisiana, Memphis, solidly in the heart of that risk zone. It expands tomorrow farther north into the Ohio Valley, extending all the way down to the Gulf Coast and then all points in between. The timing is this. A lot of storms for us tonight. Here we are at 10 o'clock at night. Plenty of storms across the Mid-South. Tornadic storms overnight returning again tomorrow, hitting areas from Cleveland, Ohio, all the way down to New Orleans. That line significantly weakens going into Friday. But if you look ahead of all those storms, a lot of heat, potential record highs up and down the eastern seaboard here. Temperatures that look and feel a lot more like April than February, Nora. All right, thank you. Back here in Washington, the head of the FAA was in the hot seat on Capitol Hill today following the January computer outage that grounded flights nationwide for nearly two hours, as well as several recent airline near collisions at some of the busiest airports. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill. One month after the first nationwide ground stop since 9-11. Every single flight in the country is stopped. I'm really upset, but what can I do? Senators on Capitol Hill demanded answers from acting FAA Administrator Billy Nolan, who told lawmakers the widespread outage to its pilot notification system was caused by outdated technology that's at least 30 years old and contractor error. Can a single screw-up ground air traffic nationwide. Could I sit here today and tell you there will never be another issue on the note of system? No, sir, I cannot. Also at issue today, several close calls on the runway this year, including near collisions between two planes at JFK, another incident involving a United flight and a Cessna in Honolulu, and most recently, an encounter in Austin with FedEx and Southwest jets. Southwest abort, FedEx is on the go. It was a low, low visibility day. It is not what we would expect to have happen. The NTSB is also investigating a United plane that nosedived right after takeoff in Maui last December. Nancy Mahler was on board. I thought, I thought we were going to die, really. The administrator cautioned his agency won't be complacent with more than 1.5 million passengers flying each day. What do you say to the traveling public who is still concerned more incidents could occur? We have the safest most efficient and most complex airspace in the world. 
The acting administrator announced that he will create a safety review team to look into the incidents and examine the broader aviation system. The FAA will also hold a safety summit in March. Nora. Nicole Killian, thank you very much. There is some breaking news coming in just now. A Black Hawk helicopter on a training mission has crashed near Huntsville, Alabama. There are reportedly no survivors. Pentagon officials tell CBS News it belonged to the Tennessee National Guard. Home surveillance video shows it plunging from the sky, and video from the crash site shows thick black smoke billowing from the burning chopper. chopper. It landed in a highway median. It is not clear right now how many people were on board. All right, tonight, CBS News is learning new details about what may have caused that toxic train crash earlier this month. And it comes as there's growing concern from residents in Ohio that the pollution in the air and water could make their families sick. CBS's Roxana Sabiri has more. Tonight, outrage is growing among residents in East Palestine following the train derailment that spewed toxic chemicals and forced them from their homes for days. I've been coughing since we came back. Some residents are complaining of rashes, sore throats, and respiratory problems. Coming right up, another fish. There's hundreds of them up here. On top of the thousands of fish and other wildlife reported dead. The biggest concern, I think, is just the not knowing what it is that we're up against, what it is that we'll be up against in the, in the future. CBS News has learned that employees working on the train were concerned about what they say was excessive weight and length in the days before it derailed and burst into flames. Fire department, report to the station for mutual aid fire with East Palestine. According to employees familiar with the matter, the train broke down at least once before derailing on February 3rd. In a statement, Norfolk Southern said the weight was uniform throughout with features to help reduce mechanical issues, and that a longer and heavier train used to run the route. In its investigation, the NTSB is focusing on an overheated wheel bearing that it says was close to failing. It has removed parts for analysis, but investigators can't get back to the site until the cars are fully decontaminated. Late today, Ohio's governor said test results on five wells came back, indicating the town's water is safe to drink. Officials from Norfolk Southern say they will not attend a town hall meeting tonight with residents, citing the growing physical threat to their employees. Nora? But the governor still encouraging bottled water. Roxana Saberi, thank you. Turning overseas to the aftermath of that devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria, the combined death toll now topping 41,000. Remarkably, nine days later, survivors are still being pulled from the rubble. Rescuers today carrying a woman to safety, chanting, God is great. Across the border in Syria, survivors say this freshly dug mass graveyard won't be large enough for all the dead. The World Health Organization is pleading with Syria to allow more aid into this rebel-held territory. Now to our special series, Heart Matters. More than six million Americans are currently living with heart failure. And every year, thousands of patients require a heart transplant. Tonight, CBS's chief medical correspondent, Dr. John LaPook, looks at a medical breakthrough that could give more people the chance to get a new heart. It's moments like this that made Jason Banner decide to take a chance on a new method of heart transplantation. 
I'm, I'm thankful for everything that is, has given me so far, and, and that's the gift of life. The single father of two discovered in 2005 he had a genetic heart condition. Last year, he was hospitalized with an irregular heartbeat, which causes poor blood flow. They were basically telling me my heart was ready to give out at any moment. Banner was transferred to Duke University Hospital for treatment while he awaited a heart transplant. During 2022, almost 8,500 people were on the wait list, but fewer than half received hearts because there weren't enough donors. To increase his odds, Banner agreed to participate in a procedure called donation after circulatory death. The use of this technology is the biggest thing to happen in heart transplants since heart transplants started. Traditionally, a heart has been removed from a body and then put in a tray on ice. What's different about this? The heart is connected to uh, essentially a miniaturized heart-lung machine that, that actually pumps blood into the heart. And so not only does that uh, allow it to recover, we can transport as far uh, as we need to. This new device expands the number of hearts available for transplant by increasing the distance the donor hearts can travel. Previously, hearts needed to be transplanted within approximately four hours. You've successfully transplanted a heart that was on this machine for more than nine hours. We can go further and think about using hearts that are not going to be used that just because of distance alone. Last June, Banner received a heart flown in from out of state. This is a heart you would not have been able to get before. Truth. It has given me the opportunity to be here for my family. All because an organ donor gave him a second chance at life. Dr. John LaPook, CBS News, New York. Legendary actress Raquel Welch died today following a brief illness back in the 1960s and 70s. Welch broke the mold of the traditional movie siren portraying strong female characters. CBS's Lilia Luciano looks back on her legacy. Few in Hollywood ever burst into stardom the way Raquel Welch did. In a bikini, fighting off a pterodactyl. The movie One Million Years B.C. may have been short on dialogue, Iwana. but it made Welch an international sex symbol. Look, it's taking on its exact shape. Her on-screen success in the 1960s and 70s mostly centered around her beauty, though she refused to perform nude. In her later term film and stage roles, she showed a range of acting that went beyond just sex appeal. Do you think... I will be safe here. Raquel Welch was 82. Lilia Luciano, CBS News. All right, the potential decision that could save lives and stop opioid overdose deaths. That's next. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom 
help out the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. U.S. health advisors are recommending that the overdose-reversing drug known as Narcan be made available over-the-counter to help combat the nation's opioid crisis. A panel of FDA experts voted unanimously in favor after discussions about whether untrained users could use the navel spray safely in emergency situations. The regulator is expected to issue its final decision over Narcan by the end of March. Right, fresh off their stunning come-from-behind Super Bowl victory, the Kansas City Chiefs stepped out for a parade. That's next. A sea of red flooded into Kansas City today as the Chiefs threw a victory parade celebrating their second Super Bowl championship in four years. MVP quarterback Patrick Mahomes led the festivities wearing ski goggles and a WWE belt. The team rode double-decker buses, occasionally stopping to mingle with friends. A celebration of the human spirit is brought to life thanks to musical instruments saved after World War II. That's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks to ADT, our presenting sponsor. When it comes to protecting what matters most, your home and the people you love, it's probably not the best time to test out the latest trending fad. Go with what's tried and true. No one does it better than a leader of the home security category, ADT. ADT systems now feature Google Nest products to help keep your home safer and smarter. Check in on your home and manage your security system from virtually anywhere. Their latest technology features everything from motion sensors to Google Nest cams and Nest doorbells, with no long-term contracts for self-setup systems. You can get intelligent alerts customized to your daily routine. With tailored packages or build-your-own options, ADT makes it easy to install their smart home security system. Leave it up to the ADT pros or do it yourself. No heavy-duty tools needed. Protecting your home shouldn't be complicated, and ADT makes finding that peace of mind simple. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google and Nestcam are trademarks of Google LLC. ADT. Brilliantly safe. Finally tonight, musical instruments that were nearly lost during World War II have not only been recovered, but they are now being played as a symbol of hope and survival. Here's CBS's Manuel Bohorquez. At the National World War II Museum in New Orleans, That's pretty cool. an unexpected sight, four violins, 
given new life by Avshalom Weinstein and his father, Amnon. We are repairing and restoring all these instruments because we think it's important for the people to hear the sound of what those people heard during the war. For Weinstein, it's personal. His grandparents lost nearly their entire family in the Holocaust. Still, his grandfather, a violin repairman in Israel, started to save what no one wanted, German-made instruments. Why did he take them in? Because my grandfather didn't want to see the instruments being broken, destroyed, or lost. Through their program, Violins of Hope, the instruments are played all over the world, reclaiming them from their dark past. Some musicians at concentration camps were forced to play as their fellow Jews were sent to their deaths. On this night, a restored violin sang once again with the Louisiana Philharmonic Orchestra. Violinist Philippe Quint lost family during the Holocaust. What a yeah. great way for future generations in terms of education, in terms of never repeating something like this again. Manuel Bajorquez, CBS News, New Orleans. Never forget, and that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Always on the go? Now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews with today's leading figures in politics, business, and entertainment in the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Available every weekday wherever you get your podcasts.